here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Okay, I'm glad you're here. A lot to get to today, but we're going to start, not with Kavanaugh, we'll get to that later, but with this New York Times story. And I want to remind you, the New York Times has been so sloppy, so dishonest, so unprofessional over the last many months and years, from the Nikki Haley, Curtain Gate scandal, which never existed, to Anonymous and all the rest. So the New York Times has an agenda. You must keep that in mind. It's reporters have an agenda. And I know the media hate when people like me call them out, but they are truly appalling. So let's begin this, you and I, like detectives, to figure out what's going on here. Because I think a lot of people, including conservatives, have this upside down. New York Times, Rosenstein suggested he secretly record Trump and discuss 25th Amendment by Adam Goldman and Michael Schmidt. I'm no fan of either of them. The Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein suggested last year that he secretly record President Trump in the White House to expose the chaos consuming the administration, and he discussed recruiting cabinet members to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove Mr. Trump from office for being unfit. Now, let me tell you what I hear, that that sentence is inaccurate. Now, I don't know this. I wasn't in the meeting. I have not seen any memos. But it's my understanding that the 25th Amendment was not raised by Rosenstein. And that this issue of taping secretly the President of the United States was a response, a sarcastic response to McCabe. That Deputy FBI Director McCabe had such a hate on for Trump, he was demanding. Demanding. They, they open a broad investigation of President Trump. Now, more on this in a minute. Mr. Rosenstein made these suggestions in the spring of 2017 when Mr. Trump's firing of James Comey as FBI director plunged the White House into turmoil. This is the New York Times. These are so-called reporters. Over the ensuing days, the president divulged classified intelligence to Russians in the Oval Office. And revelations emerged that Mr. Trump had asked Mr. Comey to pledge loyalty and end an investigation into a senior aide. This is left-wing kook propaganda. This paragraph should be rejected and dismissed by all serious Americans. But it goes on. Mr. Rosenstein was just two weeks into his job. He had begun overseeing the Russia investigation and played a key role in the president's dismissal of Mr. Comey by writing a memo critical of his handling of the Hillary Clinton email investigation. But Mr. Rosenstein was caught off guard when Mr. Trump cited the memo in the firing and he began telling people he feared he had been used. I don't doubt that for a second. But let's continue. Mr. Rosenstein made the remarks about secretly recording Mr. Trump and about the 25th Amendment. Again, that is at issue. In meetings and conversations with other Justice Department and FBI officials, 
There were apparently seven individuals in this meeting, including McCabe, Lisa Page, and Rosenstein. And in Lisa Page's notes, just so you know, there's no reference to the 25th Amendment. None. I'll explain. Several people described the episodes insisting on anonymity to discuss internal deliberations. And this is, of course, the way the media worked today. The people were briefed either on the events themselves, so they were briefed on the events. They weren't firsthand. Or on memos written by FBI officials, including Andrew G. McCabe, then the acting bureau director that documented Mr. Rosenstein's actions and comments. It's widely understood that this was leaked by the McCabe camp, and it's the McCabe memo. Or was leaked by the special counsel's office, as they have the McCabe memo. And Mr. Weisberg, Andrew Weisberg, the deputy to Mr. Mueller, is a rabid leaker. Rabid leaker. Complete sleazeball. None of Mr. Rosenstein's proposals apparently came to fruition. Well, they didn't come to fruition because he didn't intend them to come to fruition. I'm no special pleader for Rosenstein. You fully know that. I was the first or among the first to call this man out, but we're trying to figure out what's taking place here. And a lot of conservatives are falling off the cliff stupidly. Just stay with me. It is now clear how determined he was, Rosenstein, about seeing them through. It's not clear. Though he did tell Mr. McCabe that he might be able to persuade Attorney General Jeff Sessions and John F. Kelly, then the Secretary of Homeland Security, and other White House Chief of Staff to mount an effort to invoke the 25th Amendment. The Justice Department, via Mr. Rosenstein, denies this 25th Amendment stuff completely. The extreme suggestions show how Mr. Rosenstein's, now listen to this, state of mind in the disorienting days that followed Mr. Comey's dismissal, sitting in on Mr. Trump's interviews with prospective FBI directors and facing attacks for his role in Comey's firing, Mr. Rosenstein had an up-close view of the tumult. Mr. Rosenstein appeared conflicted, regretful, and emotional, according to people who spoke with him at the time. Isn't that interesting? So (coughs) So it's an attack on Rosenstein. And of the New York Times, now why would they do this? Use your detective's hat. Here we go. Mr. Rosenstein disputed this account. The New York Times' story is inaccurate and factually incorrect, he said in a statement. I will not further comment on a story based on anonymous sources who are obviously biased against the department and are advancing their own personal agenda. But let me be clear about this. Based on my personal dealings with the president, there is no basis to invoke the 25th Amendment. Justice Department spokeswoman also provided a statement from a person who was present. When Mr. Rosenstein proposed wearing a wire, the person who would not be named acknowledged the remark but said Mr. Rosenstein made it sarcastically. But according to others who described his comments, Mr. Rosenstein not only confirmed that he was serious about the idea, but also followed up by suggesting that FBI officials who were interviewing to be the Bureau's director could be secretly recording Mr. Trump. Mr. McCabe, who was later fired from the FBI, declined to comment. 
Now that is precious, but we'll go on. His memos have been turned over to the special counsel investigating whether Trump associates conspired with Russia's election interference. That's Mueller, according to a lawyer for Mr. McCabe. Set of those memos remained at the FBI at the time of his departure. In late January 2018, the lawyer Michael Bromwich said of his client, he has no knowledge of how any member of the media obtained those memos. Okay, so this was either leaked by McCabe and his people or by Mueller and his people, like Weisberg. Now, what's going on here? Immediately, conservative commentators, TV, radio, said, Mr. Rosenstein must be fired by the President of the United States immediately. Certainly entered my mind. Did it enter your mind? He must be fired immediately. Now, ladies and gentlemen, why was this leaked? Why was this leaked now? Take it through. Why was this leaked? Why was this leaked now? In the meeting, the aggressor demanding a full-fledged criminal investigation against the President of the United States was not Rosenstein. It was McCabe. And anonymous sources tell me that it was McCabe whose temperature was rising in the meeting, who was insistent, the deputy FBI director. It was McCabe, after Comey was fired, who was demanding a full-fledged criminal investigation. And it was Rosenstein in response, who sarcastically said, yeah, okay, I'll wear a wire. Next time I'm with the president, we'll interview him and so forth. And yet, they deny the 25th Amendment ever came up. So after the meeting, McCabe writes memos to himself as his former boss, the unethical, dishonest James Comey did. Self-serving memos. He brings up the 25th Amendment. He's furious that the President of the United States fired his friend and boss, Comey. Turns out they're not so friendly right now for different reasons. Now, why is this going on? And there's another fact that's quite interesting that I'll get to in a moment. So why is this going on? I'll tell you one of the reasons I think it's going on is because McCabe and the others want the president now to fire Rosenstein. Not after the election, but now. And they think we are so stupid, we conservatives, that we will be pressing the president immediately based on McCabe's leaks or the leaks of his self-serving memo to the disgusting New York Times. They think we're going to take the bait. They think we're going to bite the hook and demand That the president immediately fire Rosenstein after a look what the New York Times says, which of course can't be trusted. Look what the McCabe memo says, which of course can't be trusted. So the president must fire Rosenstein immediately, you see. Immediately, especially before the primary, the, uh, excuse me, the uh, midterm elections, which would ensure that you would elect 70 more Democrats. 
and ensure the president's impeachment. This is how conniving these people are. Why didn't they leak this five months ago? Why didn't they leak this ten months ago? They leaked it now, 45 days before the midterm elections. Because they know the President of the United States may well fire Sessions. He may well fire Rosenstein. He may well fire others. Hillary Clinton's even mentioned it. She's not particularly bright. But they want the President to fire Rosenstein now. To blow up the entire Kavanaugh hearings. To have Republicans running for, for the hills. Complete, create complete chaos in the Repub- for the Republicans and among the Republicans in the midterm elections, even worse, that currently exist. That's what's going on here. But I want to mention something else that isn't even on anybody else's radar. This also tells me why Rod Rosenstein appointed a special counsel. He should never have appointed a special counsel. He violated his own department rules. There was no criminal predicate. But he was being pressed by the deputy director of the FBI. Investigate criminal. Investigate criminal. Investigate criminal. And Rosenstein, being the coward that he is, he just decided, look, I don't want my fingerprints all over this stuff. I got the deputy director of the FBI pounding the hell out of me that there's a criminal pretext here. I don't know what it is. I got Schumer and the Democrats demanding that I appoint a special counsel. I've only been here a few weeks. You know what? I'll appoint a special counsel. I'll wash my hands. And that's what he did. And that's what he did. Now we know why he did it. This guy McCabe, this guy McCabe appears to have been at the middle of everything, with Stroke, with Page, with Comey, and with Rosenstein. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. The Hamas terrorists are rioting again on the, uh, on the Gaza. Uh, so you might want to get your anti-Semitic hate Jews uh, propaganda already. Uh, in any event, the special counsel's office, Andrew Weissman, even has more of a reason to leak this information. They have absolutely nothing on the president of the United States. They're trying to push their agenda. They are there for one reason and one reason only, to write the report in hopes of impeaching the president with a Democrat Congress. So the special counsel's office, listen to me clearly on this, forget about the others, just listen to me, would like nothing more than the president of the United States to fire Rosenstein to claim that he is truly obstructing an investigation, trying to influence their investigation, and then write it up as effectively as in Watergate, a Saturday night massacre of sorts. In other words, it's a setup of the president. And some of the damn fools in the media who claim to be conservatives are fooling for it. 
hook, line, and sinker. The New York Times, why would the New York Times do this? The New York Times an ally of the President of the United States? Of course not. Of course not. Does the New York Times tell the truth? Ask Nikki Haley. Ask the survivors of the Holocaust. Lisa Page is in the meeting. She never writes a thing about the 25th Amendment. People at the Justice Department say in the meeting, there were seven of them, including Rosenstein and McCabe, the 25th Amendment never came up. And it was McCabe who was pressing, pressing for a criminal investigation against the President of the United States. It's Rosenstein, the coward, who buckled to it. But it's McCabe. It's his memo. The special counsel has it. They leaked it now. Think about these things because you got to try and get in the shoes of these very devious people. What are they trying to get at here? They're trying to get at the president all the time. They're trying to destroy his administration all the time. Many of you are not going to agree with me, but the president must not fire Rosenstein, certainly not prior to the midterm election. That's what they want. That's what they want. That's what they want. This is coming either from the special counsel's office or McCabe or both. I'll be right back. Do you wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day? Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now, you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. Mark Levin, making conservatism great again. Dial in now, 877-381-381. 3811. You know, uh, the special counsel's office has to be laughing about now. They have absolutely nothing on Trump. They even concede they really can't question him about obstruction of justice. They can't bring charges against a sitting president. His lawyers appear to be very, very sharp. They're not going to let the special counsel manufacture a crime against the president of the United States through trickery and deception. And they're desperate. They are desperate. As is McCabe, desperate. He could be charged one day with offenses involving his lying to investigators within the Justice Department. They would like nothing more than to create a whirlwind, a whirlwind of controversy around this president. Those of you who claim to support the president of the United States 
and yet demand that he fire Rosenstein now, before the midterm election. You are his worst enemy. You are his worst enemy. You will play right into the game here. You will ensure a massive Democrat election during the midterm elections. You will ensure the president's impeachment. I'm convinced this is a setup. This is exactly why they use the pages of the New York Times and these two clown reporters, Adam Goldman and Michael Schmidt. I'm convinced of it. Because nothing else makes any sense. Use your own logic. Why would the New York Times run with this story? Why would this leak occur now? Why would it occur now? Why didn't this happen five months ago, ten months ago? Why did it occur now? See, part of the giveaway is one, two, three, four. It's the fifth paragraph where they trash Rosenstein. They never trashed Rosenstein before. They never trashed him before. Why would the New York Times trash Rosenstein? Because they want you folks to read it and say, yeah, that Rosenstein, we already know Rosenstein's a car. We already have a number of issues with Rosenstein. I've been talking about them since day one. But why is the New York Times doing this all of a sudden? Why this information all of a sudden? Because they want the President of the United States to act now. So they can then trash him. That's why they want to take him out. You got to remember the end game here. This is what they want. They want the Democrats to sweep into office in the House and the Senate. They want the President of the United States to face impeachment. They want constant controversy swirling around the President of the United States. It doesn't right now in this article. But if he does, as some people are advising him in the media, that's enough! Fire Rosenstein! We've had enough! Perfect. You ever read these, these detective novels? I don't read them. But you ever watch movies, detective movies, that sort of thing? That's exactly how these things are set up. Ever watch like an Ocean's 8 or an Ocean's 11, that sort of thing? You ever watch these whodunit movies or gone to a whodunit play? Wow, I never thought of that. Look how they set that. That's the kind of mindset you have to have when you look at an article like this. You can't just walk into a buzzsaw. Look at this. Look at this. Okay, look at it. Now, does this make sense to you? Why would the New York Times run with this story? Which was obviously leaked in the New York Times from the McCabe memo that McCabe has and that the special counsel have. Talking about Rosenstein in such negative terms. Why would they be doing that all of a sudden? Because they're desperate. Their investigation has gone nowhere. The president didn't do anything. And yet all over TV, even my favorite cable network, Rod Rosenstein suggested that he wear a wire, brought up the 25th Amendment. They deny bringing up the 25th Amendment. 
He said the rest of it was sarcastic because McCabe kept pressing and pressing and pressing for a criminal investigation. McCabe right now, who's under criminal investigation for lying, is a desperate man. The special counsel, despite all the media building up the special counsel. Oh, my God. These guys, they're, no, but they're like 10 foot tall Vikings. No, they're not. They're little weasels. They're little weasels. They have nothing on this president. Nothing. Because he didn't do anything. So they want to get him on this quote-unquote process crime. Even though they can't charge him, they can write it up with a big headline and a report for impeachment. And we'll be on defense. We'll be on our heels. We'll be this massive blue wave election. The President of the United States will be charged by the House of Representatives. You notice how giddy the reporters are today? They're giddy about this. And look at Schumer. You might say, Schumer, President better not use this as a pretext to fire Rosenstein. When Schumer says something like that, why does he say that? They would be thrilled if the president would fire Rosenstein right now, right this minute. And they know that if Schumer says that, the president will be upset that Schumer's trying to tell him what to do. It's all. A setup. Rosenstein should go and go after the election. If that's what the president wants to do. The election's 45 days away. This is a complete setup. The New York Times, McCabe and or the special counsel's office. The timing means everything. It's everything. I want you to think back and remember, the President of the United States is elected. James Comey is hated by the left. Hated. Hated by the media. Hated by the Democrats in Congress. What does the President do? He fires Comey. Now Comey is loved by the left, the media, and the Democrats. And they use him to attack the President of the United States. They use his firing as a claim of obstruction of justice. As absurd as that is. They turned on a dime to turn the entire thing around. Comey was hated. Now Comey's an angel. Now Comey is the greatest man who's ever served in public office. He's celebrated on the interview shows. He's celebrated on the late night shows. He's celebrated by the media. The man they hated just seconds before is now celebrated. Well, what the hell do you think would happen here? What do you think would happen here? Look at what Rosenstein did. Look at what he did. Oh, my God. He was prepared to wear a wire. He talked about the 25th Amendment, and he was serious. He was going to consult with cabinet members. Well, he did. Because apparently he never brought up the 25th Amendment, even though McCabe may have put it in his memo, in his self-serving memo, to use another day. He's sort of the Omarosa of the FBI, just like Comey. Sit in a meeting with the guy, they leave, they take self-serving notes, they're recording, you know, true sleazeballs. Now this is not in any respect a defense of Rosenstein. Please do not misunderstand. Rosenstein buckled and appointed a special counsel without any kind of criminal uh, requisite. Violated the Department of Justice rules. He's conflicted. 
in that he recommended that Comey be fired. So you can't really be a witness and in charge of an investigation at the same time, but there you have it. But I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about this. This. And all through the media, including on our favorite cable channel, it's just being regurgitated over and over again, reading it line by line out of the New York Times, like somehow the New York Times is the Bible. The New York Times is paper that belongs at the bottom of a birdcage. They have an agenda. Their agenda in the 30s and 40s was to cover up the Holocaust, and their agenda today is to cover up the worst, the worst political scandal in American history involving federal law enforcement, involving federal intelligence agencies, involving the FISA court, involving the Russians. We've never seen anything like this in American history. Never. But the media are in on it because most of the sources have leaked to the media and they're protecting their sources and they all have the same agenda to take out Trump. And the New York Times is number one in trying to take out Trump. Don't let them feed you arguments and then regurgitate them and then they turn around and use them to take out the President of the United States. Because that's exactly what this is. Step back, read it, think about it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. You know what's not smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. You know what is smart? ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. ZipRecruiter.com slash L-E-V-I-N. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job, and actively invites them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. No more sorting through the wrong resumes. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the United States. Now, this rating comes from hiring sites on Trustpilot with over 1,000 reviews. And right now, you, my listeners, can try ZipRecruiter for free, for free, at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-E-V-I-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash Levin. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, let's take a few calls and see what you folks are thinking out there. Let us call Frank, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the great WPHT. Go. Hi, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. Mark, I think you are spot on. I think that this is certainly a setup. I mean, last week, the New York Times printed uh, an op-ed from, uh, from an unknown source or an unknown exactly. author. All right, that was just a smear of Trump. And what really worries me is there is clearly collusion between the Democrat Party, the media establishment, social media as well. And I don't know if the Democrat Party's henchmen are the media or if the media's henchmen are the Democrat Party. But mm-hmm. what really scares me, Mark, is these people have power. 
And, and these people are in positions of influence. And I mean, the fact that they are playing these games that are so clearly a game is, is almost more frightening to me about that than it even is about them going after Trump. Because, look, Trump is going to come and go. But these folks and, and this, whatever we want to call it, deep state is for real. And, uh, and that's what, 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 for me, the big picture concern is, is what is going on here? You know, what you've said so concisely is so right on. And you're right. The, uh, the progressive statists have conquered one institution after another. You've got this massive administrative state that we've talked about on this program since I've been on this program. And I've written about in several of my books. It is the permanent government. That's why we have this fight right now on the Supreme Court, which I'll get to next hour. They believe they have a right to a permanent control over the Supreme Court. So in the end, for the left, elections don't matter. You elect a president like Trump, you elect Republicans in the House and the Senate, as feckless as the uh, House and Senate has been. Uh, they have no intention of, of uh, handing the baton of governance over to conservatives or Republicans. They have no intention of doing it whatsoever. So they have built this, uh, this, 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 this administrative state. They have used the courts to nationalize numerous issues to have the quote-unquote final say on, on political, social, and cultural issues. And this has taken 100 years to get here. And this is why I talk about uh, a convention of states in Article 5, because honestly, Frank, I don't know what else to do about it. They are implementing a, a permanent, like you say, bureaucracy, and without the convention of the states. I mean, look what they are doing to somebody like Judge Kavanaugh who in, in a heartbeat, and I know I'm getting ahead of you, but no, in a heartbeat ahead. had 65 females who knew who, who are, are, knew him well enough to put their names on a piece of paper to say, no way this guy. We also have the Democrat Party, and, and I don't want to get too far afield, but look what Keith Ellison, the number two, what mm -hmm. he's doing, and everybody knows it. And, everybody and, knows and by the way, did you see the poll among Democrats in Minnesota who said uh, only 5% said they cared? And, and, and that doesn't surprise me. It, it doesn't surprise me, especially among the left, because to them, morality is there is no objective morality. What's wrong? See, Keith Ellison is the right kind of abuser. What, what do you do? What, what do you do? You, you, you no, no. Know? What do you do in your life? What is you? What do you do? So, Mark, you I talked to you about two years ago and I was a school principal. And you told me not to give my name because there's not oh. many of us. I'm actually a, I'm actually a teacher. I, I left the uh, I left the administration and went back to uh, back to the classroom. Um, so I'm, I'm well, you're terrific, teacher. and your students are very lucky. I could tell you're a pretty sharp, dude. Thanks, Mark. I, I try, man. I'm just I, you know what? I'm I'm concerned about the country, um, and and that really is is my deep concern. And it, I, I see what's going on, and I see how we the people have really been marginalized by this permanent state, and mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm grateful for Trump. I, I hope Trump doesn't fall. And, and you know what? And, and, and as far as Trump goes, yeah. it is so important that we have an individual in the White House right now who's trying to shake this up, and this is why he's under attack. He's trying to shape it up, shake it up, and in trying to shake it up, he's doing so many things that principled conservatives should be embracing. You don't have to embrace everything, but... He's doing so many things, many more things than a Jeb Bush would have done or Kasich would have done or that whole list of, of candidates. And, and we really should be celebrating his efforts. Instead, he's fighting these people on the left. He's fighting a rear guard action against never Trumpers. 
Uh, he is under assault by the criminal system for absolutely no reason. It's just uh, it's just really rather shocking. Frank, I want to thank you for your call, and I wish you the best. Oh, what a teacher, huh? John, Baltimore, Maryland, XM Satellite, go. Hey, Mark, it's great to talk to you again, brother. Thank you, John. Mark, I've been in law enforcement for 15 years, and I think all this is BS, smoke and mirrors. This New York Times story about Rosenstein wearing a wire is BS. The leaking thing is BS. It's kind of like Kane's mutiny. They want Trump to think that his own people are attacking him, that his own people are after him. They want him to fire Jeff Sessions. They want him to fire Rosenstein. They would love it, just like you said. But if he doesn't take the bait and he stays strong, I think he's going to be able to survive this. And, and here's the thing, John. There can be a time to remove these people and put in whomever he wants. But they want him to do it now. They want him to do it now so they can take him down. It's a complete setup. I know exactly what's going on here. So do you. So does so does Frank. All right, John, thanks for your call, man. Be safe out there. Frank, a police officer. We'll be right back. If you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add. But this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve. And subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. Well, the Republicans on the Senate Judiciary Committee have offered the accuser, Dr. Ford, um, a Wednesday hearing. She would be questioned by a female attorney, and she would go first. Uh, They said no, her lawyers. The hearing has to be Thursday. The senators have to question, and Kavanaugh goes first. Now, the arrogance of her left-wing Democrat kook legal team is really quite remarkable, is it not? Have you ever heard of a witness or witnesses dictating the nature of a hearing, the date, who gets to question whom, and who goes first? Have you ever heard of that before? Now, she waited in the wings, having talked to the Washington Post, 
her congresswoman, Senator Feinstein. She's the one who held back. And now, having said she didn't want to go public, having said first she wants an FBI investigation, then says some kind of a formal investigation, uh, refusing to testify last week, refusing to testify this Monday, so the Republicans say, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. We'll let you testify, despite all this. Despite all this. Wednesday, we're going to have a female attorney question. And you're going to have to go first. You're the accuser. That's the way it works. The plaintiff goes first. Now, if it were the other way around, what exactly is the purpose of Brett Kavanaugh testifying if his accuser doesn't even go first? This whole thing is sickening. And apparently she has until, what is it, Rich, midnight tonight? 10 p.m., a little less than three hours from now, to accept the invitation uh, by the majority on the committee, or there will be a vote on Monday. And I would say this. There should be no more invitations. It should be over. Just vote on Monday. Schumer is the guy behind the scenes manipulating this whole thing. This lawyer, Deborah Katz, and the rest of them, they're working for the Senate Democrats. We all know what's going on here. This is a campaign event. This is a political event. Uh, Don't blame me. I'm just uh, analyzing and observing what's taking place. You can blame the Democrats. And as this has unfolded, keep a couple other things in mind. What you've heard over the last several days. You've heard from members of Congress, Democrats. You've heard from their surrogates in the media and some of their hosts. Something to the effect that all women are always telling the truth or presumed to be. All men are always lying or presumed to be when it comes to sexual harassment issues. You've heard Joe Biden say, among others, Anita Hill, that you must presume that the accuser is telling the truth and the accused must prove otherwise. I told you the other day, this turns the entire notion of justice in this country on its head. Why should we? Women are always telling the truth. Men always aren't. Or they're presumed not to be. Particularly old white men. No, we don't have to buy into this crapola, do we? No, I'm not. What else have we heard? All women are victims or presumed to be victims. All men are perpetrators or presumed to be perpetrators. That is the foundational principle for all this. I know this to be true because I keep hearing it. I keep hearing it. I keep hearing these these generalizations, these attacks. So for the Democrats, this really isn't about Dr. Ford or what actually occurred 36 years ago in high school, who did what to whom, if in fact anything was done, and if so, by whom, where, when, how. That has nothing to do with any of this, because none of that would be, none of that would be learned anyway. None of it. This is about power. 
One of my concerns with the Republicans allowing any hearing at this point, after the hearings actually closed, is is they're creating a precedent for this endless trickery and deception by the Democrats when a hearing is over. We saw it in the Anita Hill accusations. You are rewarding this kind of untoward behavior by the Democrats. And you start negotiating and so forth. You've already effectively given them too much. Another concern I have is, I don't think this is the end of it. They may spring something else in the course of a hearing. Maybe somebody else will say, you know, 36 years ago, he attacked me too. Well, do you know where? When? Uh, I don't know where. When. Oh, now we have a pattern. You get my point? The Democrats are quite capable of springing something else. And under the same circumstances where there simply isn't any evidence for anybody to go on. And so, this is a uh, another spectacle. And I want you to know something. On Sunday night at 10 p.m. on my Fox show, Life, Liberty, and Levin, as I've talked about it on Levin TV and on the radio, but I go very, very deep into this subject. I don't even have a guest. It is a special Life, Liberty, and Levin with just me behind my desk. And I spend the entire hour going through the history of what the Democrats have done to the judicial nomination process. I provide you substantial evidence most of you have never seen before. Evidence that have come out of the shadows in the past. The form of memos involving Ted Kennedy, Patrick Leahy, Dick Durbin, Chuck Schumer, among others. I explain the history of this process and what's been done to it. I, I show you, I, I prove the way the Democrats have shifted positions on multiple times, depending on who the president is and on who the nominee is. And of course, we get into the Kavanaugh situation. I think you'll find it enormously compelling. I would encourage you, your family, your friends, your colleagues to watch it. It's 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific Time on the Fox News Channel, Life, Liberty, and Levin. I'm my own guest, if you will. I've never done this before on Fox, ever. So it's a special edition of the show, and I hope you'll watch it. I hope the Republican senators will watch it. I hope the Republican members of the House will watch it. Because it's time as a nation that we confront this. What's taking place here? That we have the guts to confront it, to unravel it, to expose it. Because what's taking place here is nothing to do with women's rights. Nothing. And look at the perversion of justice that they would have us embrace. From the idiot Joe Biden to the other idiots. That if somebody makes an accusation that's 36 years old and they have no specifics virtually to support it. That's believable. That's not believable in a court of law. It's not believable in a civil case or a criminal case. It's not believable if you have a mediator or an arbitrator. It's not believable. Period. 
The left has an agenda. And so we need to confront this. And we're going to. So really, don't miss it. Mark, I have other things to do. Well, you might want to record it. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. This may be the tipping point for the president, you know. Now he may really bring the hammer down on Rosenstein and fire him. Fire him now. Now, again, let's circle back here because uh, it's worth repeating. People listen one hour. They may not be here another hour. The New York Times, the Holocaust-denying New York Times, is not to be believed any more than the anonymous op-ed, which was a setup to attack the president. This is their goal. You need to understand the, the, the group mentality at the New York Times and the vast majority of these so-called newsrooms is to take out the president. You must read these articles and listen to these news reports with that context in mind. Why would the New York Times publish a leak like this from McCabe and or the special counsel about Rosenstein, one of their heroes. One of their heroes. The man to whom Mueller purportedly reports. The man who appointed Mueller, the special counsel. Why would they, why would they report this about Rosenstein in this meeting of seven that he said, in, es- in essence, that he should be wired, secretly record the President of the United States, and, and maybe we had to recruit cabinet members to invoke the 25th Amendment. Well, first of all, he, through surrogates, denies that he ever mentioned the 25th Amendment at all. And in, with respect to the wire... The Justice Department said that was a sarcastic comment. And even the professor from uh, George Washington, Turley, has fallen for this because he's saying, you don't joke about stuff like this. The department didn't say he joked, said he was sarcastic. Now, why would he be sarcastic in saying this? Because it turns out, ladies and gentlemen, that Mr. McCabe was in the meeting. He was the deputy director of the FBI. At that point, he was the acting director of the FBI, and he was demanding a criminal investigation be launched against the President of the United States. Demanding it. And it was Rosenstein who was reluctant at that time. And then Rosenstein eventually capitulated in his own way by appointing a special counsel in violation of the Department of Justice rules. I didn't say he wasn't a coward. And I didn't say he wasn't unethical because of these conflicts. I'm saying you must read this piece and try and figure out what's going on. And what's going on is they want Donald Trump to fire Rosenstein. The special counsel wants him to fire Rosenstein. Listen to me. Mr. McCabe wants him to fire Rosenstein. The Democrats want him to fire Rosenstein. 
before the midterm election. They have nothing on the president right now. And then they want to see hell rain down on him as a result of this. They want to see Republicans running for re-election, running away from him. They want to see absolute chaos in the midterm elections. They want to see the Democrats take 70, 80 seats in the House of Representatives, take huge numbers of seats in the United States Senate, all intended to take out Trump. That's their goal. Before the midterm election for the president to fire Rosenstein. This is an attempt to get him to do it. Many conservative commentators have already fallen for this. Hey, just get rid of him. My God, you read the New York Times? Yes. Well, look what they said. Look what's going on here. A 25th Amendment. He should wear a wire. You can't have a deputy attorney general in defiance like this. Needs to fire him. Not today, but yesterday. Yeah. Do it. You have the power to do it. Do it, Mr. President. Clean it up. No. Don't do it, Mr. President. You want to do it? You do it after the election. You don't do it now. They have nothing on you. I don't care what they write in their impeachment report. We'll have to deal with it. They have nothing on you. This is a setup. The special counsel's office, Andy Weissman in particular, the hack deputy there, wants the president to fire Mueller's boss. Not because they have anything particularly uh, uh, to complain about, but they have nothing on the president. They want to accuse him of obstruction. They want to see a Saturday night massacre scenario. They want constant references to Watergate. They want all that. They want it for the next 45 days in the lead up to the election. They want the Democrat base all fired up. They want the media all fired up, all engines going, all cylinders, maximum speed. That's what they want. This isn't even about Rosenstein. That's my point. It's about Trump. That's why the New York Times is doing this. They're not doing it because they dislike Rosenstein. They have loved Rosenstein up to this point. They've defended Rosenstein. They've defended the Department of Justice. They've defended the FBI. And why shouldn't they? That's all their sources. But this one's different. When you see, ladies and gentlemen, when you see a stampede in one direction, you better stop and pay attention to what's going on here. It's like investing. Everybody's moving that way. You probably should move another way. So we have a stampede now. With the liberals goading the president, Schumer, today. He better not fire Rosenstein. He better not. Meaning, he better fire Rosenstein. That'll sure as hell help us. And then you have people on our side who haven't really thought this through very well. They're knee-jerk. They're knee-jerk. The Kavanaugh case and this case really have a lot in common when you think about it. They're all about politics. They're all about getting Trump. They're all about advancing the power of the left. I don't need lectures from Kirsten Gillibrand about women. I have a mother. I have a wife. I have a daughter. I have a granddaughter. I have a stepdaughter. I have a mother-in-law. Plenty of women in my life to talk to. She's not one of them. She's a left-wing, hateful hack. 
who had no problem walking hand in hand with Bill Clinton as recently as two years ago when he was running, raising money for her. We don't need lectures from Democrats about women. When Ted Kennedy led that party for decades. We don't need lectures from Democrats about women, given what took place in the Oval Office under John Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, and Bill Clinton. We don't need lectures from Democrats about women who ignored Juanita Broderick and Paula Jones and Kathleen Willey, but worse, trashed them and then nominated the woman who helped trash them. The sexual predator's wife, Hillary Clinton. Now, we didn't need lectures from these people. I'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, that's BrickHouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. The conscience of conservatism. Call Mark now at 877-381-3811. If you've been watching, and you have, I know, what's been going on with the Kavanaugh situation, I think you'll agree that it's a prime example of how some in the Senate abuse their power. Frankly, make a joke out of Congress in general. Now, if you're wondering how Congress is supposed to work, and how it got this bad then you really need to take Hillsdale College's groundbreaking new online free course, Congress, How It Used to Work, and Why It Doesn't. Hillsdale College teaches about our government and founding documents better than anyone. And because they have a mission to help preserve America, they turn their excellent classroom teaching into online courses that you can take for free. Now, in this new course, you'll learn exactly what Congress should be doing and what it shouldn't, how it got to the state it's in today and how we can start to restore a more constitutional Congress. The course is free to you, my listeners. And when you register, you'll be in place to take it immediately. So I would like you to register right now. And how do you do it? You just go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. It's free. It's free. So register immediately and enjoy the course. They're educational, they're substantive, and they're enjoyable. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for hillsdale.com. You notice when you debate an issue with a leftist, and I watch this on these TV shows all the time, uh, they don't want to stay on point. They don't want to stay on the subject. You want to talk about Dr. Ford, the accuser? They want to talk about Anita Hill. 
You want to talk about Anita Hill, then they want to talk about sexual harassment generally. You want to talk about sexual harassment generally, then they want to talk about what took place in 1923. Because this is what they do. This is what they do. They don't really want to be pinned down. They don't really want to be pinned down. And listen to the horrific things they have said about men, about white men, about old white men. Listen to the idiotic things they've said about women. Women apparently don't lie. All of them. All of them. Is that how our criminal justice works? Is that how our civil justice system works? You show up in court. Oh, you're a woman. Okay. And you're a man. Well, we reverse this now. So rather than proving your case, plaintiff, woman, it's the defendant male who has to prove that your allegation is false. Is that what happens? Is that not stupid? Then why the hell should it happen in the Senate Judiciary Committee that way? Why do we listen to these these knuckleheads, these Democrats, who are nothing but bottom feeders in the United States Congress, who truly do try to turn group against group, whether it's skin color, whether it's, it's, uh, it's gender, whether it's income, whatever the hell it is. And now they're prepared to impeach Kavanaugh after the fact? Man isn't even had a vote. They're, what are you rushing for? Rushing for to actually have a vote on the hearing. What are you rushing for in impeachment, for God's sakes? I am telling you, I'm not hawking this just to hawk it. I am telling you, please watch my Sunday show this Sunday. Please, on Life, Liberty, and Levin, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I cover this from soup to nuts, and nuts to nuts, by the way. And I hope you're watching Levin TV, where we're, we're having a hell of a good time and explaining so much. And, of course, our radio program here. Here's Katie Turr, a nobody, an MSNBC host. And, and may I say, because apparently this is what you need to say, she's white. But she purports to be a woman. Now, I don't know what she has self-identified as. Cut one, go. This is, it's pretty, if this is true, if the White House sees this as credible in any way, this is bad news, I imagine, for Rod Now, let's stop. This is the New York Times piece. But you know what? That's why I'm saying they're interchangeable. Go ahead. For his tenure, uh, I imagine the president would want to get rid of him. He already does want to get rid of him. But this would give him justification for doing so. Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. So MSNBC wants Trump to fire Rosenstein. The New York Times wants Trump to fire Rosenstein. Think it through. That's what they want. Douglas Brinkley on CNN. A partisan historian. Cut to go. And the really stunning revelation, which seems to me to be sourced, that he was considering wearing a wire to essentially go in and um, and secretly tape the president of the United States. Uh, usually the Justice Department or FBI will do that with the uh, mafia kingpins or or, um, you know, drug dealers. And here he was on the verge of doing it. With they actually Donald did Trump. it in the uh, Trump campaign or may have. Go ahead. The net effect of all this is to kind of play into Trump's narrative that there's a deep state. People are out to get me. Um, you know, the witch hunt of the Mueller investigation. Which leads to the conclusion, of course, from the New York Times piece, the fire Rosenstein. Right? Now, we also have this miscreant, 
Michael Cohen, who's pled guilty to felonies, who will lose his law license. And now he has built up by the media and the left as a very noble man. Just ask Lanny Davis. Now, Michael Cohen is to be believed, even though he's a felon, even though he will be disbarred, even though he violated attorney-client privilege and confidentiality. And all of you who have seen lawyers and talked to lawyers, that's what you want from a lawyer, isn't it? Now that he's speaking like a stuck pig, no doubt self-serving. He's out there now, you see, and he's the linchpin. All of a sudden, we now have our Russia collusion guy. He's going he's gonna to link it all together. Well, why do we need Michael Cohen to do it? I thought it was obvious that the Trump campaign was colluding with the Russians. I thought it was obvious the Trump family was colluding with the, with the Russians. I, I thought it was obvious. Isn't that why we got a special counsel in the first way? No, you don't understand. No, it's Michael Cohen. Mr. Taxicab Metallion guy. He's got the goods on Trump. Him. I thought it was Gates. No. I thought it was Papadopoulos. No. I thought it was Manorman. No. It's Cohen. He knows. Mr. Fix-It. How do we know this? Because Adam Schiff tells us. Cut three, go. They have no idea what Michael Cohen has to say. And Michael Cohen could certainly shed light on the issue of collusion or conspiracy uh, if they were dangling a pardon, uh, if the president reached out to him to try to get him to align his story. So here we have Adam Schiff testifying for Michael Cohen. Adam Schiff is very excited. He's wetting himself himself, because he, he believes he's going to be the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, and he's raring to go. He opposed every investigation, undermined every investigation, but now he's very excited. Orgasmic. Go ahead. ...on either the hush money payments or something else. Uh, he may have evidence of witness tampering or obstruction of justice. Listen to this. L- listen to this guy. Just blurting things out. And, of course, uh, this is for CNN. This is real news. It's nothing but gossip, nothing but propaganda. But it's at, treated as news. Go ahead. And then again, you know, Michael Cohen may have to say, look, um, I can't help you on this, but I can tell you about something else that you're not yes, aware of yes. that you should be aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's 10 years of that that Michael Cohen could share with the special counsel. Bob Mueller may choose to farm that out to the state of New York or uh, the Southern District of New York or anywhere else. But uh, Michael Cohen is in a position to offer a great deal to special counsel. So Michael Cohen is the new James Comey, you see. They hated him. They trashed him. Now they love him. Man of nobility and integrity. And he might do this, and he might do that, and he might do that, and he might do this, and he might do this. Adam Schiff, you are the biggest lowlife of low lives in politics. You really are. And there are so many. But you, pal, you're the lowest snake in the bunch. The lowest snake in the bunch. He just is. And we bounce back and forth because these are overlapping. This is the case with the Senate Judiciary Committee and this other stuff is a, 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 a part of the government and a, certainly a political party that has gone rogue. That has gone rogue. That has gone Soviet. 
So we move from that to a montage of Democrats about Brett Kavanaugh and his accuser. And hat tip to Grabian for putting this together. Kirsten Gillibrand, Tammy Duckworth, Chuck Schumer, Gillibrand again, Kamala Harris, Maisie Hirono, Richard Blumenthal, Adam Schiff, Simone Sanders, Gillibrand. Go ahead. I believe Dr. Blasey Ford because she's telling the truth. And you know it by her story. I believe her because she's telling the truth. This idiot, Gillibrand, actually believes there are enough idiot Democrats to nominate her for president of the United States. I believe her because she's telling the truth. What kind of a fool is this? Go ahead. Denies being at the party to begin with uh, and says his accuser might have mistaken him for someone else. What's your reaction to that? Well, I've heard, you know, uh, many, many predators say um, and and refute allegations against them. Oh, so Tammy Duckworth has concluded he's a predator. I've heard many predators say things like that. And because Tammy's a woman and Kirsten's a woman, they're allowed to say these things. And you're not allowed to criticize them, which, of course, I do. Because remember, if you take anything away from all this, all women are telling the truth. All are presumed to be telling the truth. All men are lying or presumed to be lying. All women are victims or presumed to be victims, and all men are perpetrators or presumed to be perpetrators. It's not a matter of taking individual cases. Due process is out the window. Objectivity is out the window. You're hearing it right here. Go ahead. Professor Ford. I think she's credible and I think when the investigation is finished and when she testifies and Judge Kavanaugh testifies I think a majority of senators will find her credible. What does that mean? What does that mean? Chuck Schumer thinks she's credible. Well then I guess she must be credible. But Chuck Schumer is orchestrating this entire thing. As he has in the past, as I will prove on Sunday. Go ahead. Husband, this is a trauma she's been dealing with her whole life. She doesn't want to be in a bedroom that doesn't have two doors. Wow, how does Gillibrand know all this? Anybody know? I don't believe this was in the media. Why? Because they're conspiring, that's why. They're collaborating, they're sharing information. Go ahead going to be about uh, listening to what each party has to say, but I believe her. This is Kamala Harris. We're going to listen to what each party has to say, but I believe her. God forbid if any of these people were ever on a jury. God forbid if they were ever judges. Go ahead. Well, I can tell you, it, it really does have a ring of truth to it. Uh, I am skeptical of polygraphs, but for those who believe them, uh, she has passed a polygraph Now, test. what does that mean, Durbin? means nothing. But he wants to believe, so he'll believe. Maisie Hirono, who has been a standout idiot in this whole thing, Democrat Hawaii, go. I believe uh, Dr. Ford, as I refer to her, because she makes a very credible uh, case. I believe Dr. Ford, as I refer to her. Well, how is she supposed to refer to her? That's her name. But she makes out a very credible case. What case? Where did this happen? I don't know. When exactly did it happen? I don't know. How did you get there? I don't know. How'd you get home? I don't really know. 
Who'd you discuss this with? Nobody. Well, it says here you discussed it with your therapist, but I did. But you don't mention Kavanaugh on there. Well, that's who I meant. Why'd you come so late to the committee? Why did you go to the Washington Post first and foremost? I mean, she makes out a credible case, ladies and gentlemen, because Maisie is an idiot. And I say that as a white male, but not as an old white male yet. Richard Blumenthal, another old white male. Go ahead. Believe Dr. Ford, the survivor. There's every reason to disbelieve. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so now he believes her and she's a survivor. What is the point of having a here? Ladies and gentlemen, why the hell are the Republicans putting up with this? This is a star chamber. Listen, they're telling you why we shouldn't have another hearing. There's no point to this. We got to walk carefully here. We got to walk very, walk carefully. Does it sound like they're walking carefully? Just tell the truth about what's taking place here. I'll be right back. Mark in. You know, every time you go online, your internet provider and advertising companies can track what you do and sell your personal information. Plus, the NSA gobbles up virtually everything. So how can you actually protect yourself? Computer experts recommend using a VPN. Now, the software I use called ExpressVPN makes it super easy for anyone to stay private online. They're rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar. Now, these days, I don't use the Internet without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN's apps take just minutes to set up, and afterwards, they run seamlessly in the background of my computer and smartphone. So you install the program, very easy, then turn on ExpressVPN protection with a single click. It couldn't be easier. ExpressVPN. It secures and makes anonymous your Internet through data encryption and hiding your IP address. That means nobody, nobody can record or access your online activity. So if you want to protect yourself from hackers, spy agencies, and your ISP, visit the best, expressvpn.com slash mark. That's expressvpn, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash mark for their special offer. Three months free, with a one-year package. So don't risk your online data any longer. Visit expressvpn.com slash mark right now. What a wonderful, wonderful product and service that is, by the way. I hope you take full advantage of it. How wonderful. I'm having to, you know, people knew the... Just to get on the air, right, right, Rich? And just to do the show, what we go through is just incredible here. All right, let me take a call. Let us go to Patricia, Tucson, Arizona, the great KNST. Go. Hi, Mark. I've never called in before. I'm a retired person, so I have a lot of time to follow this very closely. And you really struck a note with me tonight when you talked about your theory that they want Trump to fire Rosenstein. And Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you because I thought to myself, one of those texts of Strzok's, it was right after 
um, McCabe was in charge because Comey was fired and Christopher Ray wasn't in charge yet. He wasn't confirmed. Mm -hmm. And one of the texts said, we've got to do this while Andy is still in charge. Mm -hmm. Wow, that is a great point. Well, I thought it would corroborate your theory because... I think I was one of those people that was so annoyed with Rosenstein thinking, I don't know why he hasn't fired him already. But I really agree with your point. And by the way, I'm not saying he shouldn't, just not now. Exactly, not until after the election. Mm -hmm. Well, let me tell you something. You're very, very sharp. You did put it together. And I want to thank you for your call very, very much. We have a powerful hour left. It's the last hour of the week, so you'll want to stick with us. And I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. I want to congratulate Tucker Carlson and his producers. As you know, in the first hour of this program, I explained what I thought was happening with the New York Times, and he repeated it almost word for word at 8 p.m. tonight. So at least we're on the same sheet of music here. This happens to this show all the time, just so you know. It's no brag. It's just fact. You can check it yourself. Listen to my first hour and then listen to that. But since I'm the one who said it, certainly originally... I'll just repeat it one more time, so you don't have to waste your time watching that. And it is that the the New York Times piece with uh, McCabe and Rosenstein is a setup. They want Trump to fire Rosenstein now before the midterm elections. They have nothing on the president of the United States. I believe the leak either came from the special counsel or from McCabe or both. Uh, who are trying to goad the president into firing Rosenstein. They like Rosenstein. They've never attacked him before in the pages of the New York Times. Matter of fact, they defend him. Defend him against the Republicans in the House and so forth. But here they kind of trash him in paragraph five of the article. Uh, They regurgitate what uh, McKay put in his self-serving memo. And the entire purpose is to goad the president of the United States into firing Rosenstein. And you've had a number of commentators say exactly that. Now, why would the New York Times want the president of the United States to fire Rosenstein? Uh, To create what they believe would be an impeachable offense, to create absolute chaos before the midterm elections, to see the Republicans run in 15 different directions, uh, to upset even those uh, races that may well be Republican victories, and to create a massive landslide for the Democrats. This is a setup. That's exactly what it is. I'm not a special pleader for Rosenstein. Quite quite the opposite. Uh, those issues about Rosenstein are quite separate from what this New York Times piece is about. Uh, Rosenstein has denied uh, this. Uh, the Justice Department said he was being sarcastic. Professor Turley misinterpreted that to be a joke. They didn't say he made a joke. He was being sarcastic. Why? 
because he was being pressured by none other than Andrew McCabe, then the acting director of the FBI, to launch a criminal investigation against the president. Rosenstein apparently was resisting. He eventually buckled. And then that fateful appointment of a special counsel in violation of the Department of Justice regulations and his own conflict of interest as he recommended the firing of Comey. And then on the footnote part, the 25th Amendment, they flat out deny that that ever came up. Well, it's in Mr. McCabe's memo. Well, Mr. McCabe knew he was writing these memos to cover his ass. The same reason Comey wrote memos, too. These are called self-serving memos. That's what they are. They mean nothing. An interesting Lisa Page's notes turned over to uh, Congress and others has no reference to the 25th Amendment at all, and she was one of seven people in the meeting. McCabe, Page, Rosenstein, and four others. And another person who was in the meeting said the 25th Amendment never came up. And in fact, Rosenstein was being sarcastic. Again, not a defense of Rosenstein in the least. Every time the New York Times goes to print, it has as its purpose to destroy this president. And you must keep that in mind when you're reading their articles, like the anonymous op-ed. They never had an anonymous op-ed before that I'm aware of. But it was trashing the president, raising questions about his mental stability, chaos in the administration. They'll grab onto anything. They'll grab onto Amarosa. They'll grab onto a porn star and her lawyer. They'll grab onto whatever they need to grab onto. And they'll also concoct things. They'll attack people around the president and his administration, like Nikki Haley. A great crime on the, the curtains in her office. Problem was, she didn't order the curtains in her office. The Obama administration did. Oh, excuse us. We don't want to trash Obama. We apologize. So this piece in the New York Times, the Holocaust-denying New York Times, and the criminally investigated Mr. McCabe, you got to read this with your eyes wide open, understand what's being done here, what the purpose of this is. They think you're a bunch of rubes. They think the president is simply an emotional wreck who will lash out. Uh, we have some conservatives, unfortunately, who have taken the hook. Uh, and I explained this all within the first 10 or 15 minutes of the first hour in this program. And now it's been repeated almost verbatim on Fox. And I want to congratulate uh, the host for having excellent ears. Because this is what's going on here. And I would encourage the backbenchers all over the country to take another look at this rather than fall for the trap. The New York Times is out to destroy this president like the Washington Post, CNN, MSNBC, and all the rest of them. They don't hide the fact, even though they pretend to be journalists, news organizations, they are what they are. They can pretend to be... Look, they can self-identify as news organizations... But their genitalia tells us otherwise. They are a bunch of you-know-whats. I won't say it, Mr. Producer, even though I could legally. I won't say it. We have Joe Biden. Joe Biden references deliverance. I would have thought if he referenced deliverance, he would be referencing Joe Scarborough, who does look like the banjo-playing kid on the bridge. Uh, who was apparently born of incest. I'm just saying the looks, not the conduct, uh, remind me of Joe Scarborough, very much so. And why does Joe Biden, as dumb as they come, why does he uh, reference the 
movie deliverance to honor Burt Reynolds? No. To mention my friend John Voigt? No. Well, the rape scene is very much in uh, Joe Biden's mind. It's not much of a rape scene, thank God. But that was a grotesque part of the movie. Because he's comparing the allegations against Kavanaugh to the deliverance scene. Hat tip newsbusters, cut six, go. It's important. It's, it's, it's important that, that people understand, and I think people do now, understand how hard it is to come forward. And I always say to men, they say, why so hard? How about if you've been abused? You see the movie Deliverance? How about if you were the guy strapped to the tree? Would you come forward? Would you want to relive that? I'm serious. I'm deadly earnest. You're deadly earnest and you're stupid as a doorknob. We're supposed to take you serious, Lee, and you reference the movie Deliverance. How about we reference the Duke lacrosse players who are accused of gang rape? Every one of them was innocent. Joe Biden, who would tell you that we need to defend people who are accused of terrorism, who are accused of mass murder, who are accused of mass rape. They need to be defended through our judicial system. And yet when it comes to a a nominee to the Supreme Court, they're treated worse than a terrorist, worse than a mass murder. And Joe Biden should know. Joe Biden has been the head Soviet-style prosecutor in many of these cases. He conspired with many of these left-wing organizations 10, 20 years ago to destroy numerous nominees. But this is what politicians do, unlike the legal system, unlike the constitutional system. The ends justify the means, and for Joe Biden, that's, that's how it works. The ends justify the means. I believe the victim in this is Judge Kavanaugh. The accuser didn't come forward in time for a full hearing during the hearing process. She can't remember particulars. I'm not talking about complicated things. Can't remember almost anything. And now we're told that, well, the the accused has to demonstrate that, uh, that she's wrong and he's right. And by the way, in questioning the accuser, uh, you, you can't question her on Wednesdays. Uh, you can't question her with a female lawyer. You can't question her this, can't question her that. So you got all kinds of rules out there uh, to immunize the accuser and to, and to hold that the accused is guilty before anything is done. I played you some of the montage. I couldn't even play any more of it last hour. It's just too disgusting, too stupid. Here's more Joe Biden. Cut seven. Go. I think they should do an FBI investigation. We did that for Anita Hill. Took two days, number one. And number two, most importantly, Anita Hill was vilified when she came forward by a lot of my colleagues. Anita Hill was not vilified. Anita Hill was questioned. I question her to this day, as do many, many people. I also recall that at one point during her allegations, they took a poll nationwide and The majority of the American people didn't believe her either. Anita Hill wasn't vilified. Anita Hill became famous. She's now a professor at Brandeis University. She wasn't brave. And I get into this a little bit on Sunday, too. Because they rewrite history. That's what the left do. They rewrite history. 
So now we have this magnificent associate justice of the Supreme Court. Honestly, I think the best. And now we're supposed to believe Anita Hill. Why? Because Joe Biden is rewriting history, because Gillibrand and all the rest of them. The Democrats in the Senate, not all, but the vast majority, are miscreants. They've destroyed the judicial review process. They know who they are, and I know who they are, so we all ought to know who they are. Go ahead. I wish I could have done more to prevent those questions in the way they asked them. Prevent the questions in the way they asked them. The most aggressive questioner was Arlen Specter. Hardly a right winger. And so you see, ladies and gentlemen, in a court of law, civil or criminal, you get cross-examined if you're a witness. If you're a plaintiff, too. In the case of a civil case, you get, you get examined. You have depositions, you have interrogatories, you have discovery. And civil case, if you're called to take the stand, you take the stand. And you are questioned aggressively by the defendant's lawyer. In a criminal case, you are questioned aggressively by the defendant's lawyer. And you have a very high standard that you have to meet if you're the plaintiff. In a criminal case, the government. Beyond a reasonable doubt. Beyond a reasonable doubt. Here, the Democrats have no doubt. They have no evidence. They have no facts. There's no legal standard. There's no standard. They just believe it. And so we get lectures by reprobates like Joe Biden. We need a lecture from Joe Biden. And we don't need to hear about his gay rape comparison either. This is a very stupid man who happened to get elected vice president of the United States by holding, holding on to the coattails of a radical leftist by the name of Barack Obama. He's the last man they ought to talk to. He's a smear merchant. The way he went after Bork, the way they went after Clarence Thomas, the way they went after a gentleman by the name of Miguel Estrado, a Latino, the way they went after... A couple of dozen honorable, decent, brilliant lawyers and, and professors and judges and so forth as they were seeking to serve their country in heightened position. Just destroyed. That's new in American history, you know. It's really the last 30 years. It's not the way it always used to be. You know, come to think of it, when I think of the Deliverance rape scene, Mr. Producer? I kind of do think of Joe Biden. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Ever hear of Donnie Douche? Donnie Douche is a regular guest on the morning schmo and soon to be Mrs. Schmo, a.k.a. The Morning Schmo, Mrs. Schmo, on MSLSD. And the reason they invite Donnie Douche every time to come on the program is because he's a flake. You know, like Jeff Flake. And Donnie Douche is on there to say the most outrageous things he possibly can. He's an old white guy, by the way. Just thought I'd mention that. And he self-identifies as a male, but who knows? 
So here's Donnie Douche on the Morning Schmo Show today. Hat tip, Breitbart, cut 10, go. And the only move for the Republicans at this point, mm-hmm. because basically you're seeing on display a metaphor of like what this party is and just basically just ignorant white men. And you just ignorant see- white men, all you females who are Republicans, you are obviously ignorant white men. Metaphorically, not literally, I would love to smack this guy around. You know what I mean, Mr. Producer? Verbally, of course, verbally. A slobbering buffoon. Go ahead. What would a, a move be like? What would they seem like if all of a sudden they stepped forward, any any leaders there, and said, you know what? This is, at the very least, the stain we can't deal with, and particularly and just say this is not the right thing and we need to move on, and wouldn't that send a signal to women? I know I'm living in dreamland, but I don't know what the other play is for them. It's not a play, you moron. I'm sure this guy's lived a very morally straight life. Doesn't he sound like it? Like so many of the others in the media, so many other the hosts. Whatever happened to Malk, Mark Halpern anyway? Where's Matt Lauer? Charlie Rose. Too many to name, actually. So this guy, Donnie Douche, is really uh, another reprobate, attacking all white men. You know, white men, men, the only group of people in this country who can be talked about this way. And often by white men. So now you're supposed to be ashamed if you're a white man. And I guess your children should be ashamed too. And your grandchildren should be ashamed too. You see how far the civil rights movement has come? You see how far the left has come? The left, the Democrats, have always used race. Whether it's slavery and segregation. Now whether it's old white men. They are a truly dishonorable and unconscionable lot. And yet, we actually have so-called news organizations that give voice to this. Donnie Douche wouldn't be a, a guest if we had a serious news media in this country, Jake Tapper. The golden age of journalism. We don't need a free press for morons like this. There are morons like this in every country, particularly totalitarian countries. If Donnie Douche wasn't on MSNBC, he'd probably be on a street corner in a raincoat, screaming out at the top of his lungs. Or maybe he's into the movie Deliverance, too. Maybe he likes the rape scene, like the vice president of the United States. You never know. We have a United States senator from Rhode Island. He's a former prosecutor. He's a trust fund baby. That's just why he speaks like Porky the Pig and the Daffy Duck. I read to you yesterday the piece by a professor, maybe it was the day before, from the University of Alabama School of Law, who was uh, trying to tell the left, the Democrats, the media, how to impeach Kavanaugh should he be confirmed. Well, this mantle was picked up by Sheldon Whitehouse, or as we like to call him, Shelley. Picked up by Shelley Whitehouse, and I'll tell you what Shelley had to say when we return. In a world of pathetic liberal potholes, he's a truck full of hot constitutional asphalt. 
Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. Where are all these Democrat women when uh, Juanita Broderick came forward? Where are all these Democrat women when Paula Jones brought a lawsuit? Where are all these Democrat women when Kathleen Willey came forward? Where were they? These people are liars. They're frauds on the left. All these standards. They didn't say they're to be believed. They went out to destroy them. I don't remember Joe Biden talking about deliverance back then, even though he obviously harbored some uh, some dreams about the rape scene. I don't remember all this talk about old white men or men, period. I don't remember this talk about Bill Clinton having to prove his innocence because it's guilty until proven innocent. Do any of you remember any of that? How about Mary Jo Kopechny? The worst situation of them all. Did they really want to know what Ted Kennedy did? Of course not. They embraced Ted Kennedy. McCain embraced Ted Kennedy. Biden. Durbin. Schumer. The Kennedys were known as women abusers. The old man, Joe Sr. John Kennedy. Robert Kennedy. God rest their souls. Seriously. Ted Kennedy. Even some of the offspring now. They respect women. Is this a joke? Camelot? Really? More like bread and circuses. Quigula. We know any lectures from these Democrats? Who have a real no set clarity when it comes to morals? Any lectures from them? The Republicans, they're so gutless, they never stand up and defend themselves, let alone defend the rest of us. That is, regular Americans. The fact of the matter is they don't support women. They support abortion. They don't support women as independent individuals. They treat everybody the same. They talk about classes of women the way they talk about classes of men. You know, recent events have proven to us all again the importance of preparation, right? Once the cone of impact was known for Hurricane Florence, we all saw the pictures of empty store shelves cleared of basic foods and water. That's not what we want. That's not what I want to face when an emergency eventually strikes the area where you live. Now, you need a plan for food storage and water filtration. I have food storage from my Patriot Supply. Enough for my entire family. Provides protection from disasters, survival tools. Here's where you get those things. Rely on my Patriot Supply. They've helped hardworking Americans prepare and become more self-reliant for over a decade. They sell hundreds of items, including emergency survival food kits and gravity-powered water filtration systems at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. It can be a Category 4 hurricane, be tornadoes, 
forest fires, an earthquake, a cyber attack shutting down our power grid. And, of course, you see the flooding, and that contaminates water supplies. For all these emergencies and more, shop MyPatriotSupply.com to prepare. No more rushing to find empty store shelves because you're too late. Now's the time. Do it now, and you'll sleep well tonight. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Selden Whitehouse is a senator from Rhode Island. He's a... uh, a trust baby. He was a U.S. attorney. And he's on with Chuck Todd. Now, Chuck Todd, of course, was a staffer to Tom Harkin, a left-wing kook Democrat senator, now retired from Iowa. We've invited Chuck Todd on the program, and you know what? He doesn't even respond. How disrespectful. Must be a white guy. I think he is a white guy. Cut eight, Go. There's no such And by the way, before we go to this clip, there's two white guys talking to each other. Shouldn't that be illegal? Cut eight, go. There's no such thing as a fair credibility check without having done the investigation. And sooner or later, I mark my words, there will be an investigation into this. It may be in a subsequent Congress. Oh, a subsequent Congress will investigate a sitting Supreme Court justice? Whatever happened to the independence of the judiciary? Not so independent anymore, is it? I'm telling you, the leftists will burn down every institution, tradition, custom, principle that we have. They do not give a you-know-what. And Shelley here, Shelley Whitehouse, may I call you Shelley? Well, I will anyway. Shelley Whitehouse is leading PAC. He's a tough guy from Rhode Island, you know. Go ahead. With having something like this take place and then have a federal judge perhaps lie about it and then fail at the most basic task of investigation, not generate... I don't understand. They wanted an investigation, right? Well, then why didn't Diane Feinstein bring the accuser's name forward now seven weeks ago? Well, you see, we didn't want it then. And she had repressed memory. And now her memory's uh, uh, fulsome. It's in full bloom. Oh, the timing is perfect. Her lawyers are perfect. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want an investigation, too. I want to know the extent to which the Democrats in the Senate are feeding the lawyers for this accuser. I want to know the extent to which they're strategizing together, and I know they are. I want to know their email exchanges, their text exchanges, any hard document exchanges, how many phone calls have taken place between these senators and these lawyers, between their staff and these lawyers, because then the whole seedy operation will be exposed. And as a matter of fact, we saw this in the early 2000s, as I will explain and show you on my Sunday Night Fox show. This is what they're doing. These lawyers and this accuser, they're not operating in a vacuum. They're being told what to do. The Republicans say Wednesday. She says Thursday. The Republicans say we'll have a female lawyer question you. So you really can't complain that they're a bunch of old white men. She insists that the senators question her. Republicans say, okay, you'll go first. 
you're the accuser, and then the accused will go second. No, no, no. The accuser will go second. The accused will go first. That is unheard of. Doesn't matter. You think the accuser and her lawyers are working up all these arguments? No, no. It's the Democrats who are. And they're hoping the Republicans capitulate, which they say they won't. In another hour or so, if the lawyers haven't accepted the so-called terms, like there's a negotiation going on from the committee and the accuser, and then they will vote on Monday. I'm not so sure she won't accept. We'll see. Because I think if she does accept it, be prepared for something. They're going to spring more surprises. Well, wait a minute. There was a witness. Oh, really? Yes, she didn't want to come forward. But she's coming forward now. Oh, Matter of fact, there's two witnesses. Really? Two more witnesses? Yes. Oh, oh yes. Well, then why didn't we know about this before? I mean, the public, publicly, she couldn't remember. She didn't want to come forward. There weren't any witnesses. Now there would. Hey, what are you, a woman hater? What are you, a white guy? You don't get to ask any questions. What are you, a bully? I, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're not sorry. We're going to remember this. We're going to remember, just like we did during the Anita Hill. We're going to remember you. Oh, yes, we are. You hate women. No, I don't. Oh, yes, you do. Donnie Douche says you do. And Shelley Whitehouse. He says so, too. So it must be true. You got Shelley and Donnie Douche. I mean, they would never lie. They're not political. They're not hacks. No. They're interested in getting to the bottom of this. As I said to you the other day, put yourself in Kavanaugh's shoes. What do you do? What can you say? Other than no, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. You're not presented with anything to counter. Well, this is, we were at this house. Well, I was never at that house. Well, this is when it occurred. Well, I was at another place when that occurred. Well, I drove home. Well, who did you drive home with? We'd like to see if there's corroboration. Well, I, I, don't, I don't remember. What kind of transportation did you take when you were going? Well, I don't, I don't recall it at this time in this particular hearing. Under no system of real justice would this be tolerated, ladies and gentlemen. Not under any. But this isn't about justice. It's about injustice. You know, take one atom of nitrogen and bond it with one atom of oxygen. You know what you have? Nitric oxide. Now, why is that important? Because it is very, very important for your energy. You created nitric oxide. It is a miracle molecule your own body makes that fuels your cardiovascular health and keeps you vibrant. Now, you need it at all ages. You need this energy at all ages. And when you get older, you especially need it. Our bodies need help with this important process. Super Beets by Human has harnessed the power of nutrient-enriched beets to create a superfood that helps your body make more nitric oxide on its own. That's very important. One teaspoon of Super Beets daily supports your cardiovascular health and blood pressure levels, giving you natural energy without all these quick caffeine kicks or sugar drink highs or anything else. This is organic, it's natural, and it works. We're talking real health, natural energy. 
Stephen from Illinois wrote, taste is very good, as is the increase in energy. Great caffeine substitute without the negative caffeine side effects. Folks, call 866-205-4907, 866-205-4907, or go to superbeats.com slash Levin, superbeats.com slash L-E-V-I-N. Find out how you can get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats and free shipping with your first purchase. Really, you ought to jump in and check this out. Feel the one plus one equals more energy. That's the effect of Super Beats. Call 866-205-4907, 866-205-4907, or go to superbeats.com slash Levin, superbeats.com slash L-E-V-I-N. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. I hope our week filled with programming here has been meaningful to you. And um, I do want to thank the gentleman who substituted for me early in the week. Both white men, by the way, I notice. Although Bongino is like me, a little bit of olive skin, may I, may I say? Uh, my man, Brian Mudd and Dan Bongino. Let's take a few more calls here. Uh, Cheryl, Park City, Utah, on the Mark Levin app. Go right ahead. Hey, Mark, we also refer to it as Bark City because we're so dog-friendly here. Wonderful. Anyway, um, I certainly do not have repressed memories, and you were discussing Kirsten Gillibrand earlier in the show, and my memory recalled that she ran right to every camera she could get in front of and talked about how Mattress Girl should be believed. Mm-hmm. And we all know how old that story turned out. Remember that whole case where this girl walked around with the mattress accusing this student? Yeah, it was a fraud. Yep, and so now all of a sudden she's running her mouth that we should just believe this professor, Ford, uh, just for the sake of it, and mm-hmm. she's willing to ruin this man's life over it. I have a teenage son, I was telling your producer, and you know I've been having some serious talks with him about how he's got to be really careful. And uh, This, this is really the point, isn't it? If you have a son, or a grandson and so forth, this, these are scary, scary times. These are really scary times because the overwhelming majority of men, young men in this country, are very decent and moral people, despite what you hear each and every day. If you have a son, I mean, they have a target on them. They do. They just do now. Thank you for your call. All right. It's the end of the week. In honor of our country, in honor of you, America.
this Sunday, 10 p.m., the Fox News Channel. Honestly, it's a special. Don't miss it. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, the Border Patrol, ICE, all of our friends in law enforcement. Good night, Spritey. Good night, Griffey. Good night, Pepsi. Good night, Smokey. Good night, Zelda. And good night to all you beautiful dogs and, and animals out there. Get Al-Qaeda. Get the Taliban. Get Iran. Get ISIS. Get all those subhuman cockroaches. See you on Monday.